0: Hello, everyone. This is Julie Ducre, the host of the Julie Ducre Show. I got the sauce blazing hot entertainment, music news, and hot topics. Come on and ride with me. Today, we're going to talk about an article that was written by Spencer Cornhaber. He is with The Atlantic. And it's regarding Drake. He titles it "For Drake, the misogyny is the message." He says the rapper's brand is now pointless profitability cruelty. Hmm. So why would why would Spencer Cornhaber state that the rapper's brand is now pointless and profitable cruelty. Well, let's get started. In this article, there's a big quote. It says, and this is from Drake's collab with the uh, 21 Sa- uh, Savage artist. So... The writer, Corn Haber, is quoting a little bit from the rap lyrics. So here we go. Quote, I blow a half a million on you hoes. I'm a feminist, unquote. Drake raps in a lyric that like so much of his recent output is perched between humor and brand management, shock and forgettability engagement and apathy the joke is of course that men who treat women as hoes aren't feminist but then again her loss drake's new joint album with the atlanta rapper 21 savage is a queasy ode to femininity from its title to its cover art on one song Drake shouts out abortion rights. On another, he says he'd vote for a female president, the porn star, Tiana Trump. Throughout, in his typical manner, he fixates on the power women hold over him sexually and the power he can hold over them financially. That says a lot. How ironic that her loss released last Friday has drawn attention largely for Drake disrespecting a woman on the new song Circo Loco he raps this quote this bitch lie about getting shots but she's still a stallion unquote now that set the Twitter and Instagram fear off off Last weekend. It was crazy. Even Megan the Stallion has something to say about it. The line was widely interpreted as distant Megan the Stallion, the 27 year old Houston MC who accused another rapper, Tori Lanings, of shooting her feet in 2020 in the court of public opinion and in an ongoing criminal trial. Lennox has pleaded innocent and the Circo Loco line would seem to signal Drake's agreement that Megan is being dishonest. Shortly after the album dropped, she tweeted her anger writing, Stop using my shooting for clout. Hip-hop now has a new beef and it hints at the market value of misogyny. Now this is the opinion of writer, let's get to his name real quickly, Spencer Cornhaber. Okay. We're going to talk about Pusha T in the limits of rap beef, beef. Rap beef. So let's get to that real quickly. Pusha T Drake in the limits of rap beef. Four Atlantic staffers discuss hip-hop's vicious and messy brawl of the moment and how the art of the diss track has evolved. Now, this particular article was co-written by Hannah G. Taylor Hosking, Spencer Kornhaber, and Van R. Newkirk II. And it's really amazing. How all of these people, last names, or either German or Russian, but they have so much to say about hip hop culture. find that very fascinating. So this article was first published on May 30th, 2018. Let's take a look at it. So they write, last Friday... Pusha Pusha T dropped Daytona, a sharp, sinister, 21-minute missive largely finding the rapper in familiar territory, boasting most often about his cocaine-dealing exploits. Closing out the album's seven-track run was in fraud, a lyrical dig addressing the dubious artistry of Drake, a longtime thorn in Pusha's side. Uh, If you are a fan of Drake and or Pusha T, I'm sure that you must have heard about that. Some type of, uh, I don't know, discord, disagreement they had. They were kind of going back and forth during that time. Pusha came out swinging in the first verse with a direct attack on Drake's authenticity, comparing the Toronto rapper to Trump and mentioning his alleged and beleaguered ghostwriter by name. Ever the Scorpio, Drake fired back. His Dumpy freestyle release later the same day, dispensed with grievances about his history with ghost writing in the title, Duppy being a Jamaican patois, word for ghost. Drake opened with a long, anti like sigh <sighs> before immediately skewering Kanye West to produce Daytona. Quote, so if you... Rebuke me for working with someone else on a couple of V's. What do you really think of the N that that's making your beats? I've done things for him. I thought that he never would need. Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. As the track circulated, Drake took to Instagram to share an image of an invoice billing, G-O-O-D Music, Pusher and West label for, quote, promotional assistance and career reviving, unquote. Then came, quote, I'm upset, unquote, a mealy mouth diss that Drake probably should have left in his drafts. So Pusher struck back days following Night with a merciless tongue lashing title, quote, The Story of Adidon, unquote, a three minute verbal assault, most not- notably accusing Drake of being a deadbeat father, and accompanied by a photo of Drake in backface, blackface, back pardon me, blackface, from a late alt shoot as his album art. Of all the releases, quote, the story of Adidon, unquote, in particular, has ignited conversations about what should be left on the cutting room floor when rappers take aim at one another. Push bears no detail in his anti-Aubrey tirade. In the process, a number of people in Drake's life catch strays, especially his longtime producer Noah, 40, she who has multiple sclerosis and the woman whom push alleges Drake impregnated and then abandoned. So, um, uh, that, uh, feud lasted for a while and then it just sort of just kind of dissipated. It just went away and everybody started talks. They just stopped talking about it. Right. So then after the, um, horrible shooting murder of uh, Migo's third member, uh, Takeoff, who has always been known to be a good guy, non-confrontational, not a gang member, just a good guy, trying to change the world through his lyrics. He loses his life for nothing because of a senseless argument between Quavo and an alleged... uh, Jay Prince senior son and somebody snuck up behind takeoff and just popped him in the back of the head and shot him in the torso and used him as a human shield, which is horrible. It's just horrific. Um, the funeral for takeoff is being held today, 11 o'clock a.m. in the State Farm Arena in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. If you do not have a ticket, they're asking fans do not come around the State Farm Arena. Do not leave any uh, flowers or any anything outside the arena, uh, which the funeral will not be televised live. They're only going to be publishing pictures uh, from that. And since the uh, the, the the murder, uh, people have really been going after Drake, stating that Drake is supporting. Jay Prince Jr. that he has close ties with mob ties out of Houston, Texas. We cannot confirm that nor deny. And there have been some reports that Drake issued a statement yesterday that he will be attending the funeral today. That remains to be seen. We really don't know. A lot of people have been reporting in the hip hop community that after the funeral, there is going to be some heavy retaliation from the Atlanta mob, uh, via the, uh, I should say versus the Houston mob. And I pray that there will not be any more, uh, blood, uh, slinging. We don't need that. I mean, there's just so much violence going around the world. Um, I just think that there are people who out there who enjoy, uh, watching people in pain. They enjoy that. They live for that, you know, and there are people who are aggregators, you know, like these uh, people who love to go and spread news to get a reaction or or tell lies to get a reaction out of somebody. There are those kind of people. So let's continue on. So Megan Thee Stallion shooting has been treated as a spectacle. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, a spectacle. Spectacle. (laughs) It's early in the morning, guys. I haven't had my first cup of Joe. Please give me a break. Spectacle. From the start, in August of 2020, she said that a month earlier, Lannitz had fired at her after she'd gotten out of a car in which she Lannitz, or Lannitz, or some people say Lane's Tory Lane's and two others had been arguing. Since then, the public has seen medical records documenting bullet fragments in her feet, a text message apology from Lanes to Megan for an unspecified offense sent shortly after the alleged attack and a text from a friend who was in the car telling a bodyguard that, quote, Tori shot Meg, unquote. In a song, lyrics, and on social media, Lanes has disputed Meg's account, though without clearly providing his own version of events, prosecutors have charged him with shooting her and the case is going forward. Proving guilt or innocence is very tricky. But opinions around the case have become bizarrely polarized. To Megan and her supporters, the shooting demonstrates the disrespect and danger black women routinely face. Lang's defenders suspect that Megan has spun a hoax. Though, if you browse their online commentary you don't find a clear and unanimous basis for that suspicion. Some skeptics raise pseudo-rational disputes with her timeline. Megan recovered from her injuries very quickly. Too quickly, they ask. Others circulate debunked information that Langs has amplified misinformation violating a judge's order about discussing the case. Rappers, including 50 Cent and Bootsy Badass have fixated on Megan's denial of a sexual relationship, blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm tongue tied. Can somebody please bring me a cup of coffee? So Bootsy Badass have fixated on Megan's denial of a sexual relationship with Lanes as if it's obvious that they did sleep together. As if it wouldn't matter if they did. What does it matter, they say. As if the case is comprehensible. Only if if it fulfills stereotypes about female jealousy and vindictiveness. Now, we like uh, 50 Cent. He's very uh, amusing. And so is Bootsy Badass. But they were not there. They don't know. Neither neither do we. Hey, can somebody please bring me two cups of coffee? Because I'm very tongue-tied this morning. (laughs) I'm very tongue-tied. I've lost my tongue. I thought I told a pootie cat. I lost my tongue. Continuing on, what's clear is that having (laughs) a strong opinion against Megan is, in many cases more of a tribal position than a logical one with gendered overtones. And Drake's circo lyrical aligns himself with one camp, though vaguely enough to give him some cover from Blowback. In the past few days, his listeners have sown doubt about what he's really saying. Lil Yaki, a collaborator on some of the album has said the line is, quote, not about Megan, unquote, but rather about cosmetic injections. Another take says that Drake was referring to a model known as Elkie the Stallion. Yeah, right. Such interpretations aren't defenses, though. Lyrics can have layered meanings, but it's laughable to say that Drake, who's a calculating who is as calculating, he's calculated and as calculating as a computer didn't intend for the words, shots, lie, and stallion to trigger exactly this kind of controversy. So what say you? What do you think? Did you know that you can send me a voicemail message on Spotify? Yes, you can. Scroll all the way to the bottom of my podcast for each episode. You're going to see a link that says send a voice message. Click on that link, leave your message, send it, and I will definitely reply to you. And who knows? I just might invite you to be a guest on my show. Also, I'm asking everyone to please show some love and support my broadcast because without you, there would be no me. All you have to do is click that link underneath send a voice message there's a link below that says support my show click on it you can support 99 cents per month or 4.99 or even up to 99 and uh, 9 dollars well, wish 99 $9.99 99 per month and it really means the world to me and my staff from the bottom of our hearts we thank you if you want to be a guest on my show you can email julie Ducre at gmail.com. Julie is spelled J-U-L-A Ducre D-U-C-R-E at gmail.com. And then someone will be in touch with you. Well, that's it for today of the Jule Ducre show. I got the sauce. Blazing hot entertainment, music, news, and hot topics. Have a great weekend, everybody. And until then. We'll talk soon.